Hello. Why are we oh, we're going? <laughs> this is second time this happened, bro. We talking this. Good morning. It's your boy Matt Gill, man. Welcome to the 412 King Street Podcast. <laughs> the best weekend podcast, you know what I'm saying? Alex Dillard right here. And we have a special <laughs> guest. <laughs> Drew Slimmer. Yes, Slimmer. Hey, it's nice to be here. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Love the pod. You guys are great. Hey, Shout man. out to my guy, Matt Gimley, for holding down Chiefs Kingdom over here. <laughs> uh, Got it. Predict the Super Bowl right. Same with Alex Dillard. Predict the Super Bowl right. And then we I, go Isaiah. I'm the bad luck Chuck. I'm bad luck Chuck. Going for the wild card, right? Is, is that yeah. what happens? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Next year, y'all know who to not bet for because of me, so y'all be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. This is awesome, man. You guys are doing great I'm glad stuff. to have you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, Drew is one of our friends, former teammates um, from Benedictine College. Um, Drew, did you want to say kind of like <clears throat> what you do a little bit yeah. in terms of your job? Because we're going to be talking a little bit about data analytics, um, which I think is kind of part of your job, like overall. And then you do <clears throat> data analytics um, in sports, like you like looking yeah, that like up, Yeah, in my right? free time I do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so at Benedictine, uh, majored in math and finance, and then uh, – Got a job as an actuary, so I'm an actuary at a consulting firm right now. Um, and actuaries, they just deal with mathematics and statistics. Uh, a lot of them work for insurance companies, uh, you know, using and uh, using risk and measuring risk um, to help predict future outcomes. Uh, but like like you said, in my in my free time, I do like to uh, you know dive into data analytics in the sports world. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm just a sports junkie, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, whatever, whatever I can read or look up into, uh, that'll be me. What's up? Yo, got any questions? Yeah, I got a couple <laughs> of them. Yeah. Uh, well, f- first, this topic that you put on here. Which one? Says, uh, Bruh, which one? <laughs> what, what is that all about? I'll, we'll go back to that later. We'll get we'll get to that later. So I want to ask you about one of my one of my like it's on the tip of my like interest is uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, my man is tripping. He said that he's a franchise quarterback and he's thrown less touchdowns than uh, Muhammad Sanu, who was a receiver. And so, and, and so it's like when Drew Brees went down last year in week. Was it five? Um, who was the starting quarterback those year, those weeks? Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the New Orleans Saints oh. of the NFL. <laughs> Taysom Hill I mean, is a backup quarterback. Well, he was third string quarterback. Yeah, t- mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, like, we're acting like he wasn't just a starter, though. Like, yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying it's, it's, it, they're overlooking. He's overlooking what happened during the season. He, there's a reason he was third string. I mean – Taysom yeah, Hill so. wants to be uh, wants we'll to be, be a starter, starter now. So my man is thirty five. <laughs> he's what? He's thirty five. I thought he was like twenty eight. Who said that? Is he really thirty five? Yeah, he's, he's old. He's not thirty five. He's old. Bro. He turns thirty. He'll be thirty uh, next year in the regular season. He got time, man. Does he though? Yeah, so check older. this out. Taysom Hill has an extensive history of injuries, um, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why he got in the game so late. Um, you know what's beautiful? This is gonna lead to our next topic, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's it's frustrating. I mean, I understand he has a dream and like everybody wants to play quarterback in the league, no matter who you are, but it's like there was a reason that they didn't put him in a starter when those five games happened, even when Teddy was getting hurt and hit. It's just like he was well, in there for shot plays and what like was the reason. He he's basically what Sean Payton wanted Tim Tebow to be in our offense. Did y'all hear about that? Yeah. What Sean Payton wanted Tim Tebow to be? He want yeah he wanted Tim Tebow to be like a gadget type of player. He was wanting to bring Tim. Yeah, Tebow in? he wanted the man, but Tim was like, nah, I don't. And so, <laughs> yeah, he uh, be the star. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to be a star, man. But you can't. You gotta. What did Charlamagne say? You what's he what he say? What like you gotta <laughs> play your role? role? Yeah, know your role, oh, man. Which was a winner though. You know I'm saying like the other one that's not as nice. 
The other the other one that Charlamagne says is not as nice. What? Put the weed in the bag? No, no, no. It's uh <laughs> it says uh what's it say? Uh fuck your dreams. Oh yeah. Fuck your dreams, bro. <laughs> Be realistic, bro. This is not this is not a reality. You gotta take what you get. You right, I guess. I'm just upset because this is it's so upset. dumb. It's dumb to me. Well, yeah, and you're right. I mean, especially with his, you know, his stats. I I looked up some of them yesterday, and this is his career regular season stats, so not the career uh, postseason at all. But he's six for thirteen with 119 passing yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, one fumble in his career in the regular season. He has just as many tackles as he does passing attempts. Oof. I mean, I mean, part of his strength is his versatility, you know, on special teams yeah. and uh, everything else. And so, then he should t- he should take pride in that. Like yeah. uh, Slater or Slate is it Slayton or Slater from uh, New England? Slater, Matt yeah. Slater. He his whole career is built on special teams, and he knows his role. And a lot of people would be too prideful to like to, to say like after all, all these years I came on like offense or defense I can't cover anybody. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I would be like pressed after like three years of doing that, but he's done that his whole career. So it's like, <clears throat> and it's no it is no shame in doing that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but I'm, I mean, Taysom, he he just wants to get that bag, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he wants that money. So that's why I think he's right. just trying to, you know, he's just trying to sell his brand right now, <laughs> saying he wants to be the, you know, the number one QB. Seeing if any team's gonna bite on it, like the Saints or anyone. Um, I, I mean, don't. What do you want? I hope y'all that's bite a, on it. Bite I, on that. I, I, <laughs> yeah, for real. I hope that um, we get like a uh, a deal because I don't want him to be the second string quarterback because I don't even think he could do that behind Drew if if he comes back. Um, but my thing is his his niche is perfect for him, and Sean, Sean Payton's the only coach I think in the league that can take advantage of that. Yeah. So it's like he he's got the best of both worlds. If if he if something happens to where like. The next quarterback who's the starter next year gets hurt, he's stepping right in. Like, that's him. So, it's like, just stick where you're at. Just do what you do, bro. You, you never know what can happen. Hey, next man up. Next man up. But right. I don't want him to be the next man up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. It's tough. Um, is that your final thought on that? Yeah, I'm done with it. So, the next topic I have <laughs> okay. is fan hate. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. So what we heard a lot of just <laughs> all right. now okay, all was right. this man going at um, one of his favorite team's players. Um, now that he wants out and wants to do something, like be a starting quarterback, my man had all these flaws coming out. We knew this, um, though. We Everybody so knew my this. my thought is, like, like, when is fan hate, like, appropriate? When it's not – and when is it not? Because um, my example was the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they oh. started hating on Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, they're calling him fat. Um, they said he didn't have conditioning. Um, they were saying a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he did tell them to shut the F up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. Um, I'm just saying, like, is fan hate, is that appropriate? Like, when's it appropriate? That is a- I don't know, man. Like, everybody's going to hate, though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not like it's inedible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, people just hate. But, like, Philly fans, they're a different breed, though. Because mm-hmm. they'll boo you one second, and you saw, like, two games later, they were like, Joel, Joel. <laughs> like, you know, like, they just, Philly fans, they just weird, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really classify what I said about Taysom as hate, <laughs> <laughs> because. Yeah, well, let me let me break it down. Let me break it down. Let me break. I never I never attacked his character as a man. I'm just saying, well, as a football player, this is not what this is not your in your best interest. Yeah, but well, I guess yeah, that's some good point. Is when I say fan hate, I don't mean like attacking their character per se, but them as a player. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so when do we? How do we hold them accountable here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there's ways to hold them accountable with, uh, like, if you had constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I guess, like, know? Philly fans, you, huh? You're not playing the game, though. Oof. The coaches aren't playing. <laughs> 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 but they get paid to coach, though. Like, 
Uh, you got to know what they're talking about. Yeah. So you can still have constructive criticism when you're not playing. But you know what I'm saying? All I can say oh, is so like. Also, you can have the hate, but not the constructive criticism? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> did, I, did I have constructive criticism in that? In that spiel? Oh. Did I? I'm just asking. Did you? I, I thought I did. I said. I mean, I said we'd have to rewind the clock. All right. <laughs> <laughs> rewind the rewind, but uh, I think you. I think you had a little bit sprinkled in there. Okay. You know well, I appreciate. What you you think he? I know Drew. Drew had the stats. He had the stats where he had like where he said Taysom had more tackles and completions. Oh, the same number. Yeah, I mean, you can be critical, but I think it comes down to. Uh, especially if you're going to like a game, you know, those ticket prices are expensive. So, you know, at the end of the day, you're just buying a product. Mm-hmm. And and if it's not, you know, if that product isn't satisfying, you know, what you were expecting it to do, then you, you know, you have the right to voice your opinion. Um, but like you said, I say, you know, just don't attack him personally. Yeah. You know, don't, you know, don't attack, mm-hmm. you know, his mm-hmm. Body image, or yeah, you know, like, right. Like, <laughs> man, they really <laughs> were, bro. Like, what? I mean, I mean, personally, I mean, I don't, you know, booing and you know, being harsh on players. I mean, it's, I, mean, I don't think it's gonna help. No, <laughs> so, I mean, no. But I, I mean, you can't, you can't. I mean, stop fans from doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, fans are always gonna do it. I mean, especially they're just always in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you could have, like you said, Alex. You know, people were booing Joel and beating and. A day later, they're cheering him, you know. It's, mm-hmm. You know, what can you do for me lately? Like, mm-hmm. that's just the day and age that we live in now. Let me, do you got anything else? So, uh, speaking of your Chiefs, next year. speaking of the Chiefs? I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm just, I'm just trying to talk. But we are <laughs> Super Bowl champions 2019. So, What's up, Drew? So, we got Chiefs fans in the building, so, baby. Kingdom. Multiple so. weeks in a row. Where could you start? Saints right? ain't nothing. Panthers ain't nothing. Hey, hey, Y'all can't hey, see hey, us. Hey, nah. hey, hey, hey. We'll see this year, dog. We'll see this year. You'll see this year? Yeah. Y'all don't even know who your quarterback's going to be at. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be at the game. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be at the game. Oh, are y'all coming be? here? Uh, yes, we coming here. I'll be there, the too. Right, wear your yeah. Panthers gear. I'll, I'll be will. repping my Chiefs I gear. I sure will. I might wear a little Super Bowl, Super Bowl gear. You okay. know what I'm saying? What y'all got? <laughs> Second place? You might have to go to Africa <laughs> to get them. Get them uh, products. Okay. No offense. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Haiti. So, uh, I was this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people get sensitive, bro. That's why they send the Africa. gear, bro. I think they might send them to Haiti too. Which, yeah. I mean, we it's hey, it's closed, baby. We don't know them teams. <laughs> All right. So moving forward, uh, <laughs> what about the Chiefs, bro? I was gonna say like, so you never criticized any of the players you have now, bro? I'm not gonna lie. Oh, now, uh, nah. Fisher. What's his name? Yeah, the, I criticized Eric Fisher. Number one overall that's pick. He's not, huh? Number one overall pick. Yeah, because he hasn't lived up to the billing. Constructive criticism. But it's weird because it's like. And we flip it like in normal uh-huh. job life, we get criticized at work or whatever we are based on how we how we do. Yeah, it might not be stuff. as extreme as like you're fat. You you <laughs> <laughs> it, it could be like yo, if you don't do this, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna need you to log off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People get up. People get sent home. So it's like I mean it's it, it's two way street. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm, mad because I'm I mean my man's really. Has not my man takes some hills tripping. Anyways, uh, how much is too much for a haircut? I want to ask y'all that because like oh I'm, yeah, <laughs> I like that topic. topic. I like that because yeah. it's like how much a haircut? How much is too much? I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'm around like thirty dollars. This man is rubbing his you know non-existent beard. Nah, nah. Here's the here's the thing. I have my beard cut. My beard gets trimmed. My hair gets trimmed. So and then I tip. I tip like maybe five dollars. Really? So my haircut goes to about thirty-five. Kelsey already knows this. Wow. So I'm stressed. She knows. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh around thirty-five. Okay. Which I mean, I get upset after I pay it <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, I, I always ask, "How much is it?" <laughs> Even yeah. though I know I already know how much it is, but I'm like, still gonna ask. <laughs> um, but yeah, thirty-five. Not too bad. I mean, 
all it all depends, man. Cause it's like it's that chemistry, you Bruh. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> cause I I pay twenty, uh-huh. so that's with my tip. So I mean, it all depends, cause you like it's reliable. Uh-huh. You know you're gonna get the same service and all that, but like it also depends where you are, cause it's like you're in like. Like I'm from Dallas, so if you're in like the Frisco area, you're gonna have to pay twenty five, thirty for a haircut. So mm-hmm. all depends. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, that seems reasonable. That's twenty. That's about what I pay too, I think. And then yeah, like add a five dollar tip or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Y'all get the beards? Well, you get the beard. Uh, oh, what nah, you trying to say, bro? I'm just. <laughs> what you you to don't say, really man. need the beard. So you know <laughs> what? what I'm saying? The stylings. <laughs> all right, bro. Is that included with the beard? I've, I've never had my beard like. Oh like, really? Yeah, like, trimmed up by a barber or a, or at a hair nice. salon or anything like that. So, mm. uh, if I do though, I mean, I, I would, yeah. Mm. Never thought about it though. Hmm. So yeah, Isaiah pays the most a, out of all yeah. of us. Just, <laughs> so let me let me preface right now. Let me preface. I'm in big baller, let baby. Me, let me preface you know this what it by is? saying I switched barbers uh, <laughs> recently or not recently. Couple months ago, middle of summer, I was driving like an hour <laughs> to get a cut, and uh, I didn't like that. I mean, I like I enjoy the barber in the town and stuff, mm-hmm. but I just didn't. It's too much for mm-hmm. gas and the cut and all that. Yeah. And so I switched to a barber's down the street. He's like uh-huh. five star, but on top of that, it comes with the price. Mm-hmm. And so when I get my hair cut, I get a taper, mm-hmm. uh, wavelength. Sure. <laughs> sure. My and, man uh, talking a lot for these and then, to the price. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I get that and like I also get that uh spray. The alignment spray, I don't know I don't know what they call it. Which spray? It's to the, make your hairline pop a little bit. Yeah, because you know yeah, I'm getting older. And so yeah. But uh so yeah, on top all that is forty dollars, right? So <laughs> <laughs> My man said that quick. He said all the description and forty every two weeks. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, on, and then you tip. How much? No, you tip? I don't. I never tipped a barber in my life. You don't tip a barber? Never. Why not? Because that man is making forty dollars off of me. What do you thought? This? Yeah, but they gotta well, pay, pay for the, you know, the facility. Bro, he I do. Hate your ass, bro. No, nah, every time, <laughs> like every time that I go, every time that I log in to get a cut, yeah, he, he knows. Gonna, like, one day <laughs> he, I'm gonna fuck this man's He's hair never up. moved my appointment. I he's think, never done anything crazy. Don't you say like, they be talking during yours? Sometimes? No, nah, like I, I come oh, no. in and they start talking crazy about like whatever conversation it is. Like uh, one time I came in and they were like, "So if I rob you, it's nine counts of, of felony, <laughs> felony oh. burglary." I was like, "What? The, what's going on?" And I guess he was explaining to his buddy because his guy was in, in prison, and uh, I was really like, "Yo, I, I gotta get in and get out because I'm not trying to. I don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm about, wait. So the cut, just the cut is forty dollars. Not all of it. Yeah, because I get my." Face and all that too. So, so the spray is uh-huh. that like the Carlos Boozer type? No, no, no. Well, kind of. kind of. I mean, not for real. No. <laughs> I think it is, but like, yeah, it's not. It's not meant like, for a whole head. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> they, uh, they use the that little knife. Yeah. The the uh, uh, oh, straightener right. or whatever. What? Is that yeah. a razor? Straight edge. Yeah, yeah. straight edge. Yeah. Okay. The last couple of times I've been getting it, it's been leaving the mark on my head. So I'm, I'm, oh, I, I think. Sometimes it leaves a mark on mine too. I'm just like, dang. It just comes with the. But it's like, it's like, that's probably the best haircut I've got in my life. No disrespect to my barbers that, Ooh, that listen to this. Yo, but like, I'm not, so, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You like, know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> we know what town you was yeah, driving. Okay. In. You better not be around that party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying that's what so I. So you pay for the experience every two weeks. I pay for uh, not having to drive an hour. I mean, you're in Kansas City, so you got Yeah, options, but not every but, barber uh, is good, though. You yeah, know that. You, all right. Bro. <laughs> you so, know yeah. that. Yeah, well, one more thing, though, on that. Like, like, do you guys think that, like, uh, I mean, because, you know, we're, we're probably all going to be bald the cold, Hold it close. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all going to be bald one day, you know. Like, do you think that, like... You're going to be bald, too, bro. Come on. <laughs> this man, Alex, just <laughs> hey, look over. That no means sooner than others. others. Some sooner than others, man. Okay? That no, means man. we just get a longer time to appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. It's all right. No, but do you think, like, you get, like, half off, you know, if you uh, half off on your cut, if, if you're, like, half bald, you know? I mean, I mean, the guy's already, you know, I mean, 
he's already getting it worse enough, you know. Yeah. Just let him let him off and you know give him half off or something. Do you think that nah, happens? I saw. They don't care. Actually, <laughs> nah, they don't care. I, I actually saw like, uh, a a guy. He had a full beard, but he was completely bald, and uh, he he had his like beard like trimmed up like tapered and i was like okay cool i i saw the dude exchange it with a different barber like the exchange he was like yeah it's gonna be 40 i was like huh <laughs> 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 i said what 40 bro 40 okay that's a lot bro 40. yeah barbers <laughs> don't play they <laughs> do real. not play i remember <laughs> growing up there's this ball dude that always came in by this, this barbershop on my house and he'd always have to pay like twenty five, and they would just. <laughs> oh. But there was nothing, so I was like, "What's, what's going what's, on, man?" Well, like, I mean, he didn't even have a beard, though. Like he didn't, he didn't have a beard. I think he was just going for the conversation. Yeah, that's so, why. Yeah, some people do some that. People, yeah, yeah, they go for for twenty five like, for a conversation. <laughs> bro, just walk in and start talking, bro. Just walk yeah, and talk. I mean, yeah, honestly, if you get cool with them, you could probably go in and sit down and not get a cut. And have that combo. Yeah, but, but it, not in my barbershop. They they're about the they action. Need the seats. They they need you to they fill in because they be like mm-hmm. somebody sitting there for <laughs> every two weeks. I'll be like, all right, let me Big just balling. get in. Bro, he, he pulled my shoulders up one time because uh-huh. my my posture was bad. I was like, all right, chill, cuz. Damn, bro. Now you you paying for? It. Come on, bro. <laughs> he fixing your posture. Yeah, there you go. In the long run, medically, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Bro, I, mean, bro. I, I, I didn't notice like sometimes I, I like. Like this lean all the way over. Like, <laughs> I got a question for you. What's your <laughs> worst like hair haircut experience? Oh, you know I don't. I don't want to say it on air. Haircut experience. Uh, you want to say it on the air? Because my mom is re- uh, gonna listen to it. <laughs> oh, oh, I can say mine, oh, bro. Mine was my dad for sure, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> he hurt my head, bro. He would scrape. Nah, bro. He, he would go, go hard, bro. Why? When I was a kid, I don't know. That's my worst one. Unless you want like a specific barber, but. My I'll dad, nothing could beat my dad, bro. Oh wait, actually, I had a specific barber. He was old, you know and he like, I, I guess his hand was like shaking. Oh, and, like, and you still went through with it? I mean, I was little, bro. I didn't know oh. what to do. And I came home, my mom was like, <laughs> "Well, we're gonna have to cut it all off, buddy." I said, "Dang, <laughs> <laughs> all right." <laughs> oh, I think yeah, I think I had one in high school. Maybe there was like one. That was nearby where I lived. I'm not gonna say what their name is. Are you gonna expose them? Nah, bro. Cause yeah, I'm not gonna expose them. But um, just know like, um, one of my teammates had gotten a cut from them, and um, the dude was high, and he messed that dude's head up, and I never went back there. I understand. So I didn't have to experience that because that's an awkward conversation. You know what I'm saying? If they mess you up, you gotta wait. Like they give you the mirror, you look. You see it's messed up, but you still in the chair. So you got to be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Then you stand up. Hey, bro, you messed me up. <laughs> like, what's up, bro? You paying? No, I ain't paying. And then you get ran out the ran out the door. <laughs> Let me see. About, you have one? Yeah, it was like when I was in high school. Uh-huh. I think in my freshman year. Because I had uh, so I had the high top twice in my, mm-hmm. my, my life. So it was when I had the high top. I was trying to grow it out some more. And I was like, yeah, just keep keep it up top. He said, yeah. And, oh. and I was like, hey, man, I guess I'll get a table because I said, leave anything up top. He was like, he was kind of old. He was like, all right. Did you it's all you? good. I guess he didn't. He said, it's all, he said it's all good? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like. This is crazy, man. But I ended up getting a taper, and then well, when I came the next like two weeks later, I uh, came back, and then uh, he was let go. <laughs> <laughs> I was Did like, what have a combo with him? Uh, I guess it was the like the head barber. Uh, too many complaints. Too many complaints, and let him go. I was like, dang, man. That's how it is. It's cutthroat. You can't lose business. Oh man. What about you, Drew? You have one. I was thinking, I mean, probably when I was like, probably like middle school or a little bit younger than that, you know, went in for a haircut, someone knew, and, you know, like they did my bangs and they just like went straight across. Ooh. And that's it. I mean, Ooh. And like, well, what would I do with that now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm just wear a hat and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, 
not too many stories, but gotcha. I just keep it simple. What is the next topic we touching on? What do you want to touch on? Can I touch? Can I touch on um, common mental health battles for student athletes? All right. Yeah, so, um, I got the privilege. Well, basically, on accident of understanding the counseling, like how it works by my own like interaction with mental health. So uh, my, to preface the whole situation, so my junior year, I was going into camp like really confident and then I hurt my shoulder. And when I came back, I didn't get like a spot cause I thought I was like in the mix and that like tore me down. And so like that spring coming back, cause I, after that injury, I had something wrong with my, my heart. So I had to like, I couldn't sit out. I had to sit out for like three months it couldn't work out and lost all my strength. And so, like, my my my, my mindset was messed up. And so I ended up going to the counseling services at uh, BC, um, and I learned how everything, like, works. And so talking with uh, the counselor there, I learned how, like, this this game is, is played. And so um, I was wondering, like, if any of the other players – because there, there was a bunch of us on that team. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, like, who – who else was fight, fighting those same battles? Because I know I wasn't alone. It was just like, like I remember talking to one of our buddies. He ended up doing that too, but he he didn't get out what I got out. And so um, it's just like, <coughs> I'm wondering who, how common is it for student athletes to interact with like mental health like battles, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, but especially anxiety with like performance mm-hmm. to play because everybody's there to play. They don't, no, we're not trying to mince words here. Like the everybody wants a degree and things like that to be good in their job mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when we step on the campus as freshmen, when like we get there before everybody gets there, we're trying to compete to get to stop to get a spot so we can so when our families come, they can see us play. And mm-hmm. so it's like when you don't get that opportunity, like what does it do to your mindset? And so yeah, that's what that's what we're touching on. That's oh, what. okay. Yeah. I mean I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I think the the hardest part, you know, Especially coming in, uh, you know, it's like a new environment, new culture and everything, new new teammates. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hardest thing is that, like, you're compared to, like, your peers, you know. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing about that is that, you know, you're, you're trying to fight against, you know, your friends, you mm-hmm. know, for a, for a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, uh, probably the better way to look at it, I mean, now in hindsight, is that, you know, you really got to compare yourself. Uh, just to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and not compare yourself to others because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not all created the same, mm-hmm. you know, we don't all have the same strengths and ta- uh, strengths and weaknesses and talents mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. um, and so I think probably the best way, you know, I mean, if I could go back and do it again, you know, being an athlete, just, uh, you know, just try to get better every day mm-hmm. yourself and not necessarily compare yourself, uh, you know, to your peers. Mm-hmm. I remember learning that uh, after I graduated, I was like, the only focus you should be should be on is yourself. And I know that looking back, I was just thinking like, oh, what is he doing that I'm not doing? What is, What are they doing that I could like add to it? And it's just like, um, and then also I, I, I remember like thinking like, what did I do in high school to get to me, to get to that point? And what I, what, I stopped doing it when I got to college mm-hmm. and, and like, per, in pre, like preparation, um, like intensity, things like that. Like I didn't apply it to college ball. And so like, when I got there, I was thinking, like, oh, this is going to be a wrap. I already, you know, I'm a top dog, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's just things were different. And I didn't learn that back in, until I got to junior year. I was like, that's three years later. So, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I, don't, I didn't know if y'all had any. Um, I think, like, with me, I started dealing with injuries the summer of my junior year before high, in high school. The summer of my, before my junior year in high school, I had, um, a knee surgery <clears throat> that limited me. And, um, I mean, at first, um, I guess I wasn't as down as I, like, could have been because, I mean, I was still young, and it seemed like a simple injury. It was like a, it was a torn meniscus. So it didn't seem that big of a deal. And then I got hurt again um, during my junior year. Same injury, same knee. That got me down a little bit. Um not too far down um and like high school i mean i was bigger than most other people so i was still like i was still playing i was still getting the start um 
And I think um, my, like, when I dealt with my mental health battles was, like, in college um, when I got hurt my junior year. And um, I know Dillard was one of my roommates that year, um, and they got the brunt of it. I was not a great person to be around. Um, I was, like, down. I spent, like, most of the time in my room. <laughs> you know, I know they tried to get me come out. I'll just be in my room. You know what I'm saying? Sad. And um, I think, like, the main thing is, um, like, in college, like, as an athlete, it's good to have, like, a support network or to create a support network of people um, that can kind of get you through those tough times. Because um, I know I couldn't – I don't want to tell my mom – um, cause she was dealing with a lot and I don't think she would have, like when my mom, my mom's mindset was you keep like, you're hurting your body. Like you need to stop playing. Mm-hmm. And she like was telling me that in high school, I was like, nah, I want to keep playing. Like this is a sport. Like I love this sport, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's just one of those things where like while you're in it, you don't, you don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to keep going no matter what, like how it's tearing you down. Um, and I mean, like, one of the things you gotta be selfish, you gotta be selfish with yourself, with your body, with your time. Um, cause I know, like, personally, I've experienced coaches, they don't care when you get hurt. Like, they're not, they're not there. They're there to support, like, they'll be there when you're balling, but you get hurt. Yes, where, where, yeah, <laughs> where they at? They not there, bro. They'll be like, how you doing? You, you gonna be back to play? That's all they gonna ask. They don't, don't care about anything else or my personal experience with coaches is, is what I've had. And so you got to rely on your friends, um, which I did. Um, and they helped me out and getting over that, that hurdle. I know, but like the main thing, like I think the main issue is like dealing with injuries most of the time. Um, and when you have that setback, because you put so much worth in, like, your play mm-hmm. as a player. Um, and that's, like, the biggest like the biggest hurdle. Like, it impacts your self-worth so much that it's just, like, it's tough. And um, I think to avoid that, a lot of it would have to be to create the mindset that you're more, you're more than an athlete. You're more than a player. Um, and even in college, when you're there to get the degree, like, you're on scholarship to play football, you know what I'm saying? So that's, like, a huge part mm-hmm. of you. So, yeah, that's kind of my experience with that. That's Dude. tough. Yeah. Bro. You were there, bro. You remember? Y'all know I was sad, bro. Yeah. That shit was crazy. I was Debbie Downer, brother. <laughs> I couldn't get down them stairs, bro. I was on crutches for two months. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, slipping was and sliding. It was during the winter time. Yeah. Slipping and sliding. <laughs> like slipping. I remember that. It's sliding. Getting up and down stairs, bro. Those are the days. It's crazy. Those are the days. Yeah, junior in the apartments, right? Mm-hmm. I was tough. Second floor. Second floor. Yeah. Y'all had all the jokes, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had all the jokes. <laughs> yeah. Now you feel bad. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I was just oh, trying to make you feel better, man. I know, bro. So, but, man, being a college athlete, I ain't going to lie, it was pretty tough. Like, all the stuff you had to go through, you had to, you know, if you had family problems, you had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. If you had injuries, you had to deal with that. Then you got to put it on top of school, make sure you're passing all your classes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was pretty tough, like – I know, like, my senior year was probably my most frustrating year for football. So, I, like, they told me, oh, if you want to play, you know, you got to lose all the weight. Yeah. You got to be quicker. So, came back 60 pounds lighter. Still didn't get a chance. I mean, I know some of the issues probably because, like, since I lost all the weight, I I wasn't that strong. Mm -hmm. So, I know that I had to deal with it. But, like. These coaches, they, they'll just tell you stuff just to get you off your back because you'll be asking hey, what I got to do to play, even though you kind of already know. Mm-hmm. You just, I don't know, you just need that reassurance. Mm-hmm. 
they honestly don't care because if you ain't producing now, who say you're gonna produce later? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty tough. Yeah, I remember that when he <coughs> when you came back when we first moved in, I was like, "Yo, D Large," yeah, and then <laughs> and then we got to camp, and it was like, it's like okay. Me, me and my boys about to get to it. Like, let's get it. And then things started hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember I remember going up to Guardia, like, or I didn't mean to, you know what I'm saying? But I, I remember. Garden? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember going, I remember going up to him. <laughs> and I was like, yo, because uh, this is after my, uh, I got cleared to practice again after my shoulder. And I was like, yo, I'm not on the um, pump block or the uh, PAT block. And he was like. Like what? What you mean? He's like, son, I don't, I don't know what to say. And I, after that, I was just like, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, bro. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I, gotta get out. I gotta go. I remember. I remember. Uh, I was walking out, and Zeb was behind me, and Cole or Kobe, and Cole was next to me. And it was just like, I, I had e- I emailed three coaches that night, and was oh, like, yo, I'm out. Sir. Yeah, I was out. Oh, I was just, I was so pissed. Yeah. But I was like, and then I. I after that, I called my mom and I was like, "She was like, you can't, you can't leave now. It's, it's too late. Even if and and even if you don't play another down in football, it doesn't matter to me. Mm. As long as you get the degree." And I was yeah. like, "Okay." That's what my mom said but too. I was just like, "Okay." Yeah. That shit. That had me. And hot that's boy. the thing about like being <laughs> selfish, like because with me with that third knee injury, I was done. But yeah. I had coaches tell me to come back, and Baby. then like, yeah, I ain't gonna forget that they was really like. Begging, mm-hmm. I remember that. Begging me to come back because I was like alternating between starting and like being in the rotation, and then come back, they got no burn. And I asked, "What's going on?" <laughs> Man's told me I had no spring ball <laughs> practice. Mm-hmm. I didn't practice in spring, but you knew that before I came back. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go off, bro. <laughs> I'm calm, <laughs> but you knew I. <laughs> Never mind, bro. It don't matter. But yeah, the, like Dylan said, the grind, bro. The grind is terrible. It's crazy. It's terrible. I remember when I was finally done playing, and y'all were still in season. Oh my god, I felt so much better, bro. Like <laughs> mentally, over the next few weeks after I was done, I was like, bro, because I swear I was in a haze. Like during this like end season semesters, I was in a haze, bro. And then when I was done playing, I was like, this kind of cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I got time. Yeah, I, I got, got time. time. I'm relaxing. Ain't go out, man. I do not miss football, bro. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my body feels great. Mm-hmm. The mental, yeah. the mental <laughs> no. feels great. Like me and Isaiah did a whole Discovery Day project. Yeah, bro, we weren't even going to the Discovery yeah. Day. Like, <laughs> and then we were part of it senior year. Like, bro, it was awesome. But right. like, I think like the main thing is like with football, like we're like destroying, like we're destroying our bodies, kind of pretty much. And that's like my mindset. Like when I have children, is I'm gonna tell them what I went through, and if they want to play the game, then. Let them play, but like, I'm not gonna. I won't discourage them from playing, but like, they could play flag and stuff. But once they get to like tackle, it's like, here's what you gotta deal with. You better be ready for it. But I'm gonna be here, you know, create that support system early on. And like, the idea of you're more than uh, you don't, you're more than a football player or more than an athlete. That's for sure. Yeah. Last words on that topic. What is it? What did Marshawn say? Take care of your mentors <laughs> and your chickens. Oh man. Did uh I got this one's wow. pretty interesting. Which one? Is it uh the who, one I put? Yeah. What's what's going on with that? You wanna explain the, that? All right, so um this was off Snapchat. Okay. Nah, it was on the <laughs> news articles. Some girl some girl had her virginity for sale, <sighs> and uh, <laughs> it turns out, yeah, it turns out, like, I looked up the article. The article was from, like, a couple years ago, where the girl was selling her virginity, and um, I just thought it was, I don't even want to talk about it yeah, anymore. A, I put yeah, it on the topic list, yeah. but it was just, like, a, it, it was just, just a, like, it was shocking to see, to be honest. How much was she selling is it for? I don't remember. Though? You said, is it shocking? Yeah. Like, Dive deep into that. <laughs> 
dive into it, but like, is it really that shocking now? You know what I'm saying? Like, Talk on it. <laughs> I ain't talking on it, man. I'm just Touch serious. the topic. Yeah, let's, let's, no. let's, yeah. yeah. I just don't think it's surprising. It's, it's, I mean, I just want to say, just like, shame on the male, man. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, true. most likely... It's probably gonna be. I mean, I don't know if it's expensive or what, but I mean, most likely it's probably gonna be be like an older oh, person yeah. with money. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, because what what That's person true. younger is gonna have money or even to need to do like that? that? Yeah, like, and, yeah. The, and the most likely someone selling their virginity is probably gonna be younger. So, yeah. So like now we're like you know crossing into a fine line of like prostitution. Yeah. And you know that's just I don't know how that's legal. <sighs> I think but, it's legal uh, in Nevada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, why, how did you know? I'm just saying it is. Hey, we told he you came with that with the quickness. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just there. put that out there like it, it is. JC, like, listen to the pod. Whoa. <laughs> he got in that no part idea. just look at you. Like, yeah. It's legal in Nevada, huh? Nope. I'm just saying. like. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's never what Drew said. It's gonna be an old dude. Yeah, because like creepy. Yeah, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Just, but like it was on Snap, like the Snapchat article. You know, just to catch your attention. I was just like, that's that's insane. That's tough. It's interesting. Um, it's different. I want to go more into the uh, analytics real quick. Analytics. Um, so, Drew, you said you 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 do a lot of analytics on your downtime. Um, what uh. I know one thing we we were talking we were talking about that we're kind of like focused on is uh, the Rockets and how yeah. they're doing like the super small ball like and I I haven't seen a full game of that team but I know that with uh, PJ being the five is he the five now yeah that's mm-hmm. wild like and and I think they beat the Lakers with the small yeah, ball yeah, like did. super small ball but mm-hmm. um, they look like they've been competitive yeah but. How how's that going to be effective in the playoffs with the pace being so slow? I'm still trying to think. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. I mean, I I personally I personally like it. I mean, the Rockets have actually always uh, been like deep into like analytics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have hired I think their their GM maybe Maury or mm-hmm. whoever it is. Yeah, he's he's hired a lot of a uh, a lot of uh, data analytic uh, driven people, uh, and they were actually the first uh, team. You know, to go heavy on the three-point shot, because uh, you know, because the, the expected value of the three-point shot was mm-hmm. worth more based on the percentage of making it mm-hmm. compared to the two-point shot, and so they went heavily into you know, either shoot threes or get layups and dunks. You mm-hmm. know, none of that mid-range game mm-hmm. because you know it's just you know if you're going to shoot a two-point shot, might as well be closer to the basket mm-hmm. instead of Higher the percentage. first two-point shot. Mello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But, uh, but I mean, now with everyone, what like everyone's under like six, 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 seven. Yeah. Starting mm-hmm. lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of makes sense since I mean Russell Westbrook. You know, he's not the best three point shooter. No. And so when you had Capella there too, you know, it didn't really make sense. They were both kind of you know roaming in the paint. At mm-hmm. least that's where they're both attacking. Mm-hmm. So I guess now you can spread the floor out more and just you know mm-hmm. get the three point shooters, and then you can have you know Westbrook drive and Harden do his. You know, stuff dribble up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. It'll be interesting. I, I like it. I, mm-hmm. I think. But I mean, I don't know how it's gonna work. I mean, in the West, you got the Clippers and you got the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they all the have big too. And the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Jazz. They both have big. Jokic. Nobody Mavs. can guard Jokic on the Rockets team right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mavs. Doncic, man, he's unbelievable. I heard like the Rockets. They didn't want to go like super small like they are. Who did? They're gonna get like a center to oh, at least rotate the, in. The trade, like, the trade deadline's going there. Yeah, but that's what happened. They oh. weren't able to get one up. Like that's a bad look. Or even like in the buyout market, they're gonna get yeah. one. But now they're forced to do like the isn't, super small ball. Isn't Joakim Noah still a, a free agent? Yeah. Pretty sure he is. But to be honest, he probably terrible. Yeah. Like with analytics wise, uh, and that's one thing I want to talk about with the analytics kind of taking over. Um, the discussion people are having is like, how do you measure like analytics versus like someone's heart and drive to succeed and mm. be a good player? Yeah, like, that's a yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the main point of analytics is is just to have. Uh, it's not to tell the whole story, you know. It's just to 
get an insight on how the past happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest thing with analytics that I've, uh, you know, kind of struggle with is that, you know, can you use the past to predict the future, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially, you know, measuring some, some guy's heart, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, his, and his effort, uh, you know, and you have no idea what's going on in all these guys' lives. And mm-hmm. so, you know, their, their performance could be, you know, hindered or mm-hmm. affected based on their personal life. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's, so that's tough. But I think the main thing with the analytics is like the more, the more data you get or the larger sample size uh, that you get, you know, the more confident you can be with what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and, and it's hard in like professional football, there's so many different factors going on. You got 11 players on the field on offense mm-hmm. and defense. Yep. So that's hard. Uh, so like, I know a lot of the analytics aren't, uh, too, uh, I guess confident and, and what's, and, and with what they're measuring, but that's why more in sports like baseball, you know, it's much easier uh, to use some of the newer uh, analytics that came out, especially like in Moneyball, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just it's just interesting, but 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 once again, you know, it, it doesn't tell the whole story. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a little insight mm-hmm. on it. Can you explain like uh, what is it like PER and plus minus numbers a little bit? PER is that is that basketball? Is that yeah, it's yeah. Pl- uh, pl- uh, player, player efficiency. Yeah, player efficiency. Rate. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they calculate that. Or the plus, mi- do you know like the plus minus? I know like the box score plus minus. But, uh-huh. uh, Can you explain uh, like? Because <laughs> like, yeah, you put my man on the spot, cuz. No, Dang. I was just wondering because like I be like I see it, you know, and um, I mean I want to dive more into it, but mm-hmm. I just haven't personally looked into it because you see like people are like, oh, he put up all these stats. But he was minus fifteen or right. minus ten. I think, I think like in the, the so the the box score plus minus is like when they were on the court, how that's how many they were down. Like right. if they were minus fifteen or if they were plus, that means they were up. But like PER, I, all I know is two K. I was the top every year in my mom. <laughs> 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 so you know what I'm saying. So yeah, that's me. Ninety nine, ninety. Six overall, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I don't know how they calculate that. Okay. I, no idea. I do know how they calculate war, though. If you've ever heard, is of like that war. A, that's more baseball? It's when baseball, above replacement, but it's, but it's slowly getting in its way to basketball and football too. Oh, okay. So war is wins above replacement, mm-hmm. and so they basically uh, they gather or they gather all the data from uh, from from the league and history, and they find like what's the average amongst you know starters. And then they compare it to a particular individual, and they say, okay, well, how would he produce compared to the average? Um, and so that's where you get the wins above replacement. There's a, it's a very complicated uh, formula, but that's essentially what it's, mm-hmm. what it's doing. Um, and with the box score mm-hmm. plus minus, I know that there's a, there's a better, uh, better correlated version of that. It might be... Oh I, oh, I forget what it's called, but it's it, it's similar to a plus minus <laughs> scale too. But that's once again, it's it's just comparing it to the average starter in whatever league you're doing and how that particular player is performing compared to it. Uh, and and a lot of those stats can be skewed. Um, and so, like I said earlier, sample size is really the key to a lot of the stats. I mean, if you have a large sample size, then it can be uh, then that I guess manipulator can be more confident in what uh, they're trying to, to tell uh, but you know if you've only had you know like a couple of weeks of the season you know that that doesn't have too much say gotcha. in, in their actual performance I gotcha. so if you had like an athlete who um, let's say his dad like the analytics favored him more than like I guess like his film or like you're comparing two athletes, yeah. one had like all the analytics, but the other one had like the drive, and he had like he made like some big plays. Like which one would you, which one would you pick? I or mean, that's like it's very complicated. A, yeah, I mean, what? That's not information. I was wondering like <laughs> which ones. Well, a lot of things come into account, you know. Like I mean, well, obviously, like what sport we're talking about, and then you know the team chemistry. Uh, and you know the cap or like the money situation and everything else. Uh, I mean, I think from like a coach standpoint, I mean, I probably want you know the driven 
player. Uh, you know, the player that's going to be a good mm -hmm. locker room guy. He's going to be a good leader on the team. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm an owner, I mean, just strictly wanting to get you know a better product on the field, uh, a more efficient team. Um, I mean, there's definitely pros and cons to both players. Mm -hmm. um, I think it just comes down to, to the team chemistry. But there's never, you know, 100% every time you choose one or the other. Um, I think it's just case by case. Okay. And I think you gather, you know, both information to develop your, uh, you know, which one you'd want to choose. Mm. Yeah, that was the question because that's, like, something that's coming up. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, yeah. like, a kind of, like, a... Almost like it seemed like a war brewing a little bit between like analytics and like heart. Yeah, between analytics and like yeah, heart and um, yeah. the fact that some people like the old heads get upset when yeah. they start hearing about analytics mm -hmm. and like the numbers and stuff. Yeah. They get like super, <laughs> super. Man, they pressed. get upset when everything that changes. Right? <laughs> everything changes. You know what I'm saying? They gotta get used to it. But yeah. uh, yo, uh, what's up? Where we at on time? We got like 15, 20. 15, 20? Yeah. Um, touch on that. Yeah, I like that. The, the analytics. analytics. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this last one you put up, I want, I, want your, I want your thoughts on this last one. That I put up? Yeah, the last question. Because that's, that, we're, we're getting into that territory now. That The last topic. No, no. Nah, nah. Did you put that? You put that. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, going on? <laughs> I was I put in the topics. When should you uh, support your friends doing like a new business? Because mm -hmm. like, oh you know, snap! Since we're all like friends, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like I could be like, oh, I'm be a rapper or something. You know what I mean? Like, y'all gonna buy my merch? Huh? When do you actually like support them? Oh, if they're like, <clears throat> do you support them like when they start? I can say that more like a career move, rapper. I was thinking oh. business when you said business. I thought like more of a like. Hey, you just, you just nah, kind of. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like to be a rapper, a rapper is your own business. Though. I know, but like to <laughs> me, if the person don't oh, have the no. talent, how do you know though? How do you know? Oh, you right, you right. <laughs> I'm just saying, person, like there's uh -huh. a bunch of like, what's his name, uh, Lil Pump? Like he just be saying random stuff and. Get a good beat, and he's popping now. I think he's like an industry plant, though. Like they needed yeah. him to like they knew well, that he was gonna. Yeah, you blow haven't up. heard much about him. Yeah, he's an industry he's plant. Just, yeah, <laughs> lately, but I mean, like support your friends. If it's somebody I'm real close to, they want to be a rapper, and they're not I'm good. Not just rapping, but like okay, like like, like open up like a uh, like a like, coffee shop. Yeah. Coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. I'm be supportive from the jump. You're not gonna be like, hey, can I get a free coffee? Yeah. That's See, nah, that's would, what. Yeah, that's I'm what we're talking about. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, so check this out. I'll pay for the service. So if I had a clothing brand, right, uh -huh. and I wanted y'all to promote it, but I can't, not I can't give y'all like free stuff yet because mm -hmm. I need a profit because I can't. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the traffic's not going like the way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Would y'all pay for the shirt? And rock the shirt, or would y'all yeah, be like, "F it. that shirt"? And like, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, like my mindset in the past was, "Oh, that's my friend. Like, that's gonna be a hookup." But then I have a friend who like does photography, mm. um, and he posts on like, no, like, dang, Dylan does it. But dang. I have another friend that like, no, I, he, I see you. Like, yeah, he, um, <laughs> like he does the like. That's I think that's. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, bro. Like he does sessions, and like he says, people reach out to him and like ask him for like a free session. But okay. like, um, and his thing was he put he like people, and I've started seeing this like on Twitter and like on the social media is like with people that have businesses is um, they consider if you ask some for a hookup for free. They consider that disrespect. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And um, so that kind of, that helped that helped change my mindset in terms of like, you right? Like if you're doing this business, you putting in this work, like who am I even if I'm your friend to ask for it for free? Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna pay you for, mm -hmm. I'm gonna pay you for that. Got you. So that's my thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta support your friends. You know, I mm -hmm. mean, it's it, with whatever they're doing. Uh, I mean, or what do you guys think? Uh, should you voice your opinion? Like, if you think that it's not a good decision, 
do you think you can do that? Do you think you should? Uh, mm. <laughs> I guess if you're closer, I guess you probably could. But what do you guys think? So like when we had Andre on here and he talked about like e-commerce and real estate and wholesale, we thought like, well, before he, way before that, we thought like, oh, this is this is too much of a risk. But then we like ran into it, and a lot of it is just like paperwork and just applying yourself and things like that. But then like huge, huge like approaches. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like quitting your job to be a comedian. Oh, like a yeah. full-time comedian? That is a risk. That's yeah. a huge risk. And I, I, I know for certain, like, all the big-time comedians would be like, they do work. not quit your day job mm-hmm. for this. They do this. it on the weekends yeah. or, like, night spots, like, as a side hustle. So, like, if it was something, like, drastic where he just suddenly quits, like, a six-figure job mm-hmm. to to pursue his passion, maybe we should talk to him about doing the passion in a capacity where he can keep his job. That's the thing. Just keeping that keeping that position. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like that's that's too much of a risk. Like mm-hmm. if you got kids, family, whatever it is, it's too much of a risk. Yeah, and like with me, with my friends, I'm not scared of a little argument, a little debate. Right. We can get into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, cause at the end of the day, um, if like things go south they're going to look at you like, you knew you knew what I was doing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You saw it was bad. You didn't say nothing. So I kind of have that mindset like, if this goes bad, like, that's on me. Because I was, I was right there gassing them up. But then they look back like, hey. so, <laughs> like I <laughs> can never trust you again. So <laughs> you didn't say this, nothing yeah. this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I guess it's worth, it's worth that argument, worth that debate. But, yeah, that's my thought on it. Yeah, I just saw some like one of my old high school friends put mm-hmm. it on Facebook. He's like, "Y'all, uh, y'all different." I'm like, or he said, "I'm not built from the same cloth as y'all," or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like What's he I support about? my friends. He was like, "They, uh, all my closets full of their merch or something like that." And I was like, "Okay, that's what the, yeah, thought it'd be a good topic." Yeah. So. Wait, that's why he that's why he put instead of like sharing their merch. <laughs> what you, you, he promotes them too. Oh, okay. He's like, y'all need to go cop this. He's always promoting like their okay. music and stuff. That's I'll be giving it a listen. Is not it good? The, not the biggest fan of it. Some people. Nah. Is it rap people. or what? Some stuff you need. You have to have like the talent. Like with music and stuff, you have to have the talent. Mm-hmm. There's no. I mean, nowadays there's like editing. You could edit and make yourself seem talented with it, but um, like with business, it's like it's kind of different like if you're selling something it's kind of different but like the music like Charmaine Charmaine goes in a lot on rappers or wannabe rappers SoundCloud rappers and like some people some people use they do some but they they don't grind to do it like um I know Isaiah hates this man but uh um the rapper slash singer Russ hey 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 he put hey, a lot of music hey, out there hey, before he got he can't big. put his name two on it don't put it na- he grinded nope, for two nope, years no nope. no music he out was there grinded, but like no nope. his music to me no uh-huh. offense no disrespect sounds the exact same like all the songs mm-hmm. I'm just like hey you know his thing is he's gonna pull up on you <laughs> He's not doing that. <laughs> he gonna pull up over in Kansas City. Like, okay, bro. I'll give him the location right now. He's not doing it unless it's with a super tall bodyguard, bro. He's not doing that. <laughs> it's not. He's not doing that, bro. All right. Oh snap. But uh, yeah, nah. It's we don't we don't rock with Russ over here. Um, I'm just saying, you gotta respect his grind. His do hustle. I? Do I? Yeah. No. He, he, grind. he did grind. Yeah. I don't gotta know. It's a grind. It's right. a grind. There are a lot of people. You gotta put grind. yourself on the but grindstone. You gotta put everything in context. In context. What's, I did. What's okay, it? he's grinding, but he disrespecting the dead. That's crazy. You can't do that. <laughs> Who would he disrespect? He's uh, I, some the one of the dudes that was uh, drugs. We was talking about the grind. So you can detach that part. He was still grinding. But uh yeah. I got I got uh I think we can close on one more topic, but I don't want to pick cuz it's a lot of stress when I pick. Do the the Kobe. Oh, okay. Kobe. I like that. The favorite Kobe movie. Okay. I think my favorite one was like when Kobe played Dwight Howard and he dunked on. Oh, like, and the oh. was like I baptized him. I was like, "Oh, shoot." <laughs> Bro. Um, 
And my favorite Kobe memory was when he beat the Celtics. Okay. And, uh, the <laughs> nah, but uh, with me, two times. Yeah, with me, I don't know. Like, um, I don't. I want to say I have like um, a favorite like Kobe memory. My main thing with Kobe is like I appreciated like his mindset mm -hmm. and um, his mindset to like grind and to um, like especially with sports. Like my mindset is, if you're not trying to win, why are you out here? Mm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like that was my mindset. If you're not trying to win, why are you out here? And um, I remember a specific, like, like his mindset was to win and to like be the best. And like, I didn't, I didn't experience this much in college, but it was like high school where it was just like, I'm trying to win. Like, mm -hmm. what are y'all, what are y'all doing? Um, and like, I even, like. Like the competition level, like competing with my friends. Um, I know one of my good friends. We were both like D line, like D tackles, rotating. And I told him at, at I told him in a calf one day. I was like, "Hey, no more rotation. I'm taking the spot." <laughs> <laughs> and that was my guy, but that's just how it is. So I love I love that mindset. And like, I want to say I kind of lack like a father figure um, as I got older in high school and college. And so like like his quotes. Definitely, mm -hmm. it's something I tried to implement and utilize. So, yeah. Well, I, 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 got, I think I got two of them. One was just the the moment when Matt Barnes oh, yes. like punt the ball, and like he didn't even move. I was like, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, when uh, uh, Chris Rock was like in his ear, and he's just like there staring, just in his own. He's just like. Was it Chris Rock or Spike Lee? No, nah, no, nah, remember because he was because Chris Rock, Rock was, was like he was like no 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 and then Kobe's over here like <laughs> I'm like oh shit but the uh, the video with uh, uh, Jay Jay Williams when he was talking about when he first came into the league and he's like he's doing his like training and he's coming in early and then Kobe saw him on accident and decided. That he's gonna shoot, and he he went through the whole routine, whatever. And the next day, um, he did it again, where he came in earlier than Jay, because Jay came in really early. Mm -hmm. And Jay came up to him, to Kobe, and was like, "Yo, why are you here so early? What you doing?" He's like, "I want to make sure that no matter how hard you work, I'm gonna work harder than you." And I was like, "Dog, dog!" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, why you gotta be so savage, Kobe?" Like, golly, I know if that was me, if I was Jay, I'd be like, "Okay, let me." <laughs> <laughs> this is real. This ain't this ain't no fake stuff. I gotta get my on my grind. So that, that always inspired me a little bit to say that. But. I mean, I was gonna first. I was gonna say the Matt Barnes yeah. uh, one because that is yeah, <laughs> Matt Barnes is passing the ball from out of bounds. And Kobe's guarding him, just pump extra, like probably two inches from his face. He's he doesn't like, even flinch. He's like, "What you gonna do, Cud? I'm, I'm here." That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that would scare me. <laughs> I would say my uh, my earliest memory of Kobe. I had to Google it because I didn't know when it was. Actually, it was actually in 2006. Uh, it's in the playoffs that when they were playing the Phoenix Suns, when mm -hmm. they had Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, and he just took over and just uh, had, and he had a buzzer beater game. And mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, dude, that's that guy's. He's a finisher, mm -hmm. man. He's mm -hmm. clutch. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that kind of maybe. I mean, because I liked the Suns back then, so I wasn't really a big Kobe guy growing up. Mm -hmm. But uh, like you said, Matt, just like his mentality, mm -hmm. you know, to win. He wasn't taking anything less than that, you know. Mm -hmm. He wanted to win, like even in like his later years with the Lakers. You know, he was he was yelling at the rookies in practice mm -hmm. and stuff for not going hard. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and you like that, man. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's soft awesome. Soft like Charmin. Soft, Charmin, soft. He told uh, what he told Jordan Clarkson. He said you go into the hoop like a light skin. Oh, he said that. Yeah, I bro. Mean, <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, y'all have any? Closing remarks or anything that you wanted to get um, off? Because I, uh, Drew, did you, is there anything you want to talk to, talk about? Because uh, we got whatever you want to talk about. Because it's like, uh, I mean, we we covered a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, not too much. Uh, okay. But I mean, well, once again, just thanks. Thank you guys for bringing me on. You guys are doing great. You know, 412 King Street Podcast. You know what Check them out. You know? Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. Yeah. What else are you guys on? Um, Anchor. Anchor. Anchor um, Mixer, okay. Google Podcasts. They, like, it's, it's a whole bunch of, like, yeah. small, like, people don't use those apps. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, I use Spotify, so yes. I just download those, listen to them. It's a great listen, man. Just... <laughs> 
you're, whatever you're doing, just listen to it. It's just like what Matt said last week. It's like you're back at uh, St. Mike's. Yeah, man. Hearing, hearing all you guys get after it. <laughs> <laughs> Roasting each other. Oh, I miss those days. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. Those are the days. But, uh, uh, I did have a final quote. Because uh, you guys can kind of do quotes, right? right? Yeah, okay, uh, okay, okay. I see. I do okay. the quotes. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I had two. The first one, uh, Alex already said it. I was going to say, take care of y'all mental, take care of y'all. Oh, hey. but, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, but the next one uh, is kind of like, you know, sports related uh, and mental health. Um, uh, this is by, this is from Winston Churchill. Uh, Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Mm. Hey, shout out to Winston Churchill. There's a museum in Fulton, Missouri. That's where I'm from. <laughs> so, I like Drew's quote. Me too. <laughs> My man, I shout to say, out. I had to say that. Full Missouri shout out, but uh, I like that. I like that a lot. I like um, that. Who wants to go next? I got one. Uh, my boy Devin told me this uh, Sunday when I met with him. Um, he said, uh, you can't get to the top without recognizing the mountain. You can't get to the top without recognizing the mountain. Everybody wants to go to the top, but they can't get through the mountain. You got to go through the mountain first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll go next. The only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Vidal Sassoon. Vidal Sassoon. That's what's up. What you got, d Light? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I was just, my bad, bro. He was like, you got oh, it. Do the peace, love, yeah. positivity. You know that's saying? awesome. Peace. Yeah. Peace, love, positive. Nah, that's you. My bad. I was gonna say it too. Whoa. But that's you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't want to take my bad. Bro. Hey, hey, everybody. Uh, happy val- uh, late Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? It, if y'all didn't have a Valentine's, it's all good. Because you know. Uh, uh, yeah. You love yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Love Self-love. yourself. Love. Treat, 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 yeah, yeah, treat yourself. Love yourself first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm just saying. a fictional holiday, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all it's actually, it's real holiday. <laughs> it's not fictional because people actually celebrate it. Do we get paid for it? it? Do we get paid for it? It's just no. a marketing ploy. So we if we want to. <laughs> 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 yeah, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, course, Thank man. you. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it. Drew. My bad. Thanks, Drew, for coming. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate we appreciate show you 11, coming, right? Bro. So you got to have me on show 111th next. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. By then, the Chiefs will have another Super Bowl ring, probably. Yep. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> y'all didn't know all season, bro. Y'all just hate right, it, bro, bro. At this point. At this point. Y'all just hate it. We just say, I, I even said, I said, y'all going to get another one in the next five years. Yeah, at least. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I said that. Probably. Thanks I told for, you that. Yeah. Huh? Thanks to everyone that listened. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Made it this far. I'm about to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut me off. I'm about to. Like the Apollo. Oh. Get me off the stage. Okay. All right, y'all. Y'all have a, a good rest of your day.